You're listening to the Tech Made Simple podcast, episode number 17. Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra. Again, my friends, to another episode of the Tech Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Guerra. Today's episode is an interview I conducted with a small business owner that I think is really a leader in managing a very productive business. Lindsay Chapman of Meadows Resources is a VEO or a virtual executive officer. That really sounds like a made up title, but it's for real. I'll let her explain what that is and really means within our interview. She does such a great job of explaining that, mainly because people ask her about it all the time. Lindsay runs her business from her living room within her home, which I think is amazing. Over the past five plus years, she has been in business. She's been able to develop processes, not only documented processes that she follows, but incorporating technology that assists her in being productive with those processes. She is not what you would consider a traditional business model, but an innovator in small business. She is always trying to find ways to save time and money to get her work done. I have only known Lindsay for just a few years, but she is such an inspiration to me. She motivates me and inspires me to do my very best to help my clients the best way possible. Even me, the tech savvy, has learned so much from her and I wanted to allow you to experience the same. In this interview, I ask Lindsay about some different types of technology that she uses that assist her in doing her work. For those of you that have started a small business or have been in business for a while, My hope is that this gives you some idea of a couple of areas you might want to incorporate some technology. In episode number 11, I went over my own special process by which you can incorporate technology into your business. The starting point for that process is documenting and understanding your own business processes, identifying areas where you can potentially add some technology to assist you in your business. If you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back and listen. So without further ado, let's start the interview. Thank you so much for coming to visit with me. And I have such great conversation with you, especially when it comes to business. And um, I, I know that you're not what you would consider a, a techie, but you, you you use a lot of technology in your yeah, business. Yeah, I have to in my business. Um, in I love that about you because you you use things that are very productive to you. They they make your life run easier. Mm-hmm. Um, they make it simple mm-hmm. um, and yet not overly overwhelming. And you don't pick things that are too overwhelming. You just get something that's simple, easy to use, easy to get started with. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, before uh, we get started on my line of questionings, because I have a lot of questions for you, mm-hmm. um, I want everybody to know who you are and what your business is. So my name is Lindsay Chapman, and I own Meadows Resources, which is a human resources recruiting administration consultant and consulting and management firm. 
Um, we also do um, staffing, um, virtual and traditional employee staffing, as well as contractor staffing. And because of that, we run an entirely remote team. I do have an assistant that works alongside me, you know, in person in a traditional role, but everyone else on the team, seven other people, they all work all over the world. So we have to utilize technology in order to serve each other, stay connected, communicate effectively, um, and then also to super serve our clients as well. Excellent. And your title is a... Virtual Executive Officer. Okay, because the last time I think we, we met uh, when I did a, a little interview for you um, inside of my uh, my course um, where we talked about equipment, mm-hmm. I totally messed up that. You, you actually said Virtual Executive Officer, and I think I said... CVO and I was like, oh, I totally screwed that up. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a virtual executive officer because we're not a traditional company, you mm-hmm. know, and I wanted my title to reflect that. We are doing things that are very innovative and cutting edge for human resources and recruiting and staffing. And um, a chief executive officer does not describe what I do. I am virtually running a corporation. And um, I like to have that reflected in my title. And it's also a good icebreaker at parties and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, because people, what, what, what's that? Yeah, what's a video? <laughs> virtual. Um, people, I think, are thinking of the word virtual as like augmented reality or I had something. a lady one time who thought that we made robots, like I'm making robots in my garage or something. And I was like, no, lady, these are real live people. They're not robots. Maybe your son might be. Yeah, maybe he might build a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so I kind of want to get into a couple questions on a couple of different technologies that you use um, that kind of inspire me a lot to go and always find like more. Mm-hmm. Um, something new. Something new, mm-hmm. something that's like cutting edge or, um, but I know you are always keeping up to date on a couple of things that really are your daily or mm-hmm. your your constant things. Um, so I know that you actually use things to manage your contacts because I know a lot of my business owners or even personal uh, contacts that I have, I want to be able to manage them. So I kind of wanted to talk to you about what kind of apps you're using in order to manage your contacts. So as a recruiter and as an HR professional, the primary contact system that we use um, in our in, in our scope of work is um, called an ATS system. So that's an applicant tracking system. And basically what it is, it's a, it's a CRM, but it's a CRM that is staged out and implemented and customized specifically to push people through a hiring process from applying to a job all the way to being hired. So I use a system called Workable, and that is our primary contact system that we use. Um, and, uh, you know, once somebody applies to one of our jobs, we have all their contact information, their resume, we can put their interview questions in there. We can, uh, put video interviews in there. We can put recordings in there. We can take notes in there and then they get moved along to stages. They're termed if they're not a good candidate, they're forwarded on to hiring managers in different stages. They take interviews, maybe they're in person, maybe they're, you know, so it's also a scheduling tool as well, where you can schedule interviews Mm -hmm. with them whether they be in person, um, over the phone or a video interview. And, um, then we can push them off into onboarding, create all kinds of different templates in there, um, in order to create automations or responses, 
um, to specific cues or being moved to specific stages. That's the primary thing that I would say I use day in, day out, that is a contact manager. But um, I also use some other systems that would include follow-ups and stuff like that um, uh, through G Suite and applications through G Suite. Um, and I really like Google Contacts. You can go out there and spend a ton of money on CRMs. And believe me, I have. And I've seen clients do it before. And it's one of the biggest mistakes I see small business owners make is they go out there and they spend like a thousand plus dollars on getting something really robust like Salesforce. And it's crap in, crap out. You know, if you do not put, if you do not properly customize that to work for you and you don't put the appropriate information in, mm -hmm. then, then people just end up paying for this big tool that's so robust and they never end up using it. And I'm right. like, take that thousand dollars and put it into your business. Don't put it into a CRM. Use tools, implement tools that are really easy to use, intuitive, feel comfortable to you, don't have so many bells and whistles that it's so overwhelming, mm -hmm. and something that's easy to train other people to use because that's the other problem is the more users you have in there, the more problems you're creating for yourself. And a lot of times in these systems, you see that you've cleared the issue, quote unquote issue from your area, but it's like, it's like that uh, weasel, like hit a mole game. It just pops up somewhere else and then it's someone else's problem. So right. you, you gotta be careful when you're choosing systems in order to, you know, not create extra problems for yourself. Right. And you know, uh, Google has now changed the interface for their contacts. Mm -hmm. They now separated it from the Gmail and the contacts. They mm -hmm. now have their own segmented area. Mm -hmm. um, the great thing about that, and th this can be used for personal or for your G Suite oh, business, they actually have like a, a running tally of phone calls you've made with them or emails you've sent to mm -hmm. them. or And it's really nice. Like you said, it's sort of a basic CRM, which mm -hmm. is a client relationship management tool, if you guys don't know what that is. <laughs> um, but yes, it's it's simple. It's a part of the platform. You don't have to go out. Yeah. But, um, and the easier it is to use, the more you'll utilize it. And also, too, the other thing, too, is cost. you got to think about cost. You're right. Because in something like Salesforce, you're going to Spend a minimum entry level like a thousand dollars to get Salesforce going, and that doesn't right. include customization, implementation, mm -hmm. all the extra little things that you add to it. And you know, Google Contacts is free. You know, use it. Yeah. You know, utilize those tags in there, create groups in there, um, and allow it to do what what it's meant to do. It's a, it's meant to help individuals and small businesses scale and use more sophisticated tools without the cost. Right. Absolutely. Um, I actually tell my my clientele to think about what you're going to use it for before mm -hmm. you go out and go get whatever this technology it's you want to incorporate. It's easy to get excited about technology. Oh, it's yeah. easy to think that one tool is going to be the answer to all of your business problems, but it's never going to happen that way, I promise. Exactly. All right. So now I want to kind of ask you how... I, I know you've got these really awesome technology. In fact, when I, I first started my business and we met, um, I really kind of wanted to know what you were using mm -hmm. uh, because obviously you'd been using it for a while and mm -hmm. it was very successful in using it. Um, but you've got some project management tools that keep you aligned with what your daily tasks are, what you need to do, what you need to keep working on as mm -hmm. far as goals are concerned. Um, I myself, I use my calendar mm -hmm. a lot, yeah. but for big <coughs> <coughs>
projects, I need something that's like managing a like helicopter view, but the little things that need to go into in play. Right. Um, what sort of tool do you use just for managing some of your parts of your business? So um, the major project management tool that I use is Trello. And I really will be honest with you. <clears throat> I don't use it in a day in, day out capacity. I use it more as a planning tool. Okay. Um, because if I need to train somebody how to do something, or if I'm getting ready to create a new role, or we're going to get getting ready to, to kick off a new big project, I need to take all the information that's in my brain and I need to put it in a place and make it a system so that I can just put somebody else in it and it's very intuitive and they can use it. So Trello is perfect for that. It's my favorite price, which is free. Again, um, it's drag and drop simple. It's very intuitive. You can run it on your phone. You can run it on your computer. You can share it with 10 people. You could share it with one, people, one person. You could share it with no people if you need to. Um, uh, and it's a good way for me to get all the information that's in my brain about something really big we're getting ready to do. And then I allow them to use it as a project management system. And then I just check in on it periodically to see how things are going. Um, and if I'm at the grocery store or laying in bed late at night and I think of something else that needs to go on there, I can just jump on my phone. I don't have to fire up my computer and I can just add another thing into a place. So I, I find that that is a very helpful tool. It has tons of um, automations mm -hmm. that you can put in it and it has little things called boosts in it, like different things that you could do like calendars or you can set due dates. You can attach things from Dropbox and uh, Google Suite and you know, you can put links in there and you can color code things. And I actually use it for probably about half a dozen different functions from in, in human resources and recruiting everything from training and onboarding people. Um, I've also used it as a sales funnel. I use it um, to do reviews with people. Um, it's a, a really great way to kind of get a, a very large or a very small project kicked off. I've seen really interesting things done with it in the nonprofit sector. Um, I've seen people that do manufacturing or production use it in really interesting ways. So it's just so versatile. It's really kind of like a blank slate mm -hmm. that you can kind of superimpose whatever you're dealing with on a daily basis onto mm -hmm. and highly customizable and free. So. Well, yeah, and that's that's the great price mm -hmm. about that one. Um, I myself do my podcast planning on it, which mm -hmm. is great tool. It's a great production calendar. It is, and I but I work with my content writer mm -hmm. um, who helps me with uh, developing a lot of the content that is to uh, market the uh, the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also a great place, again, like you said, to throw an idea. You got an idea. It's I have a, a whole um, entire list of just nothing but ideas. Yeah, I, I have a wish list too. You know, it's things that are great ideas, but it's not something that's actionable right now. So it's yes. all captured in one place. you never want to forget. You yeah. always want to keep going. Um, all right. So I, I know that there is another thing that both of us are like really really picky about and that is um, managing of passwords I mm. I know we got into this yeah. discussion one day where I was telling you how my clients like to just give me their username and password yeah and that's horrible I like really that really makes my skin crawl because it it really bothers me to the fact that they don't care enough to it's not be... that they don't care it's that they don't understand the liability that they're putting on themselves they don't understand what risk they're 
they're putting their company or even their clients in Mm -hmm. by sharing passwords in an email or a text message or something like that. That's just as bad as sending somebody your credit card information. Right. And, and so inside of your business, whenever you do work with um, clients that Mm -hmm. work with one of your resources, you, um, you enforce the fact that they have to use a password manager. Some yeah, have, absolutely um, have to use a password manager. It's written into our contracts with our clients. It's written into our contracts with our resources and our employees. Um, and it's something that's also outlined in their um, onboarding email as well um, to the client and to the resources just to remind them that we have specific cybersecurity policies and password policies that are strictly enforced within our organization. That's that's really good. That, that I I need to start enforcing that with my clients. Even though I talk about password managers, they're like, well, what is that? It's like something else. I'm gonna t- take up so much time to go and build and put together. It's it's, it's like, about their safety, you know. Yes, it is. And, and I, everyone's everyone's not concerned about their safety until they get some ransomware, and then all of a sudden they're experts in <laughs> IT, you know. Yeah, then you have to become an expert. <laughs> right, in IT. and then it's too late. It's right. too late then. So you know, anytime we've found that we've had any issues with our clients mm-hmm. um, with their cybersecurity, um, it has always been something that they haven't done. Whenever yes. we go back and we do the forensic IT on it, it's mm-hmm. always something they've done, not something that our resources have done or we have done, um, And because they do not take it as serious as we take it. Yes. Well, I mean, and again, I think individuals, and I, I did a whole entire podcast on security and talking about passwords and mm-hmm. managing them and then putting in It's such a layers. simple thing. Yes. It's such a simple, simple thing. It is. It, as a, just like a front door lock, you know? You wouldn't leave your front, your front door open at night when you go to sleep. It's the same thing. You know, it's just a simple, easy thing that you can do that gives you an extra layer of security. Now, the, the password managers is, you know, you're talking about sharing, but you know, the password managers do so much more. I mean, if you really sat down and wrote down all the different passwords that you have, um, most people are using the same password in every single system that they're in, which is a huge no, no, Yes. but so this can help you to generate really strong passwords. Um, it also helps you to have files and folders and everything where you can organize the different ones. Like we have ours organized by client and then within Meadows resources, we have it organized with social media and marketing and, um, things having to do with finance and everything. So it's all organized in one place where we can see it Mm -hmm. and they all have unique, strong passwords on them. And then it also affords you a place where you can share it with somebody, whether that be temporary or permanent sharing. Right. Um, and and that's huge because when you're doing that password sharing through a system like LastPass, what you're really doing is you're blindly sharing that information. The person that you're sharing it with never sees what your password is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just auto-populates it into the login whenever they go to log into that specific system, which is just brilliant. You know, I mean, it's just brilliant. It's kind of like giving a key that as soon as you use it, it, it disappears. Yeah, it disappears. <laughs> like, and Mission you, Impossible with the old, and this this note will self-destruct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you can share that with them just for a temporary period so they can get into something and fix it and right. then unshare it with them. Or you can, you know, keep on going in there. And I mean, even when we go through termination processes within our organization or a client off boards with us, we go into LastPass and we remove all of their all of their rights to, to passwords. Because you know what? In LastPass, I don't even want to have my clients 
my clients passwords if if they're not working with us anymore exactly. you know i don't need to have that information so we go in as a part of our offboarding process with clients and we delete those last passes mm-hmm. and then part of our process with offboarding an employee or a contractor is deleting their access to those last passes as well right yeah. And again, like I said, it's it's sort of a, a sticky subject for us and how we, we are wanting to be extremely secure with things. Mm-hmm. And people just don't always think about that security mm-hmm. um, in mind. Well, I, I, I do want to thank you for coming over here and actually having an interview with me. I I, I know that the the content that I'm, I'm trying to produce on my my podcast is really to help those um, in business and just feel enlightened about technology and feel more comfortable with using it. Uh, I think we should all feel confident in what we're using so that we continue using it instead of just feeling overwhelmed and, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm going to touch that. I think a lot of people have a fear of trying new things, right? Mm -hmm. Or they have a fear of technology because they don't feel like they understand as much as their grandkid does or their neighbor does or their friend does. Mm -hmm. And I can understand how that would be very intimidating, but you can empower yourself with that knowledge. You are fully capable. You have all the world's knowledge in your pocket every day when you're walking around. And there are apps and applications and systems that can help you totally utilize all of that knowledge and all of those capabilities. And it's so great for small business and individuals so I encourage everyone to try at least one new technology once a year you know it might dramatically change your life and it might not be something that you like at all but if you don't try anything you'll never know exactly you'll never know anything it's kind of like trying new food (laughs) right exactly um all right so how can my audience get in touch with you so if you're interested in human resources recruiting staffing or training you can reach us at www.meadowsresources.com awesome okay well i'll also put that in the show notes for everyone um thank you again thank you for having me i really love having discussions with Lindsay. She always has some great insight about the way she uses technology with purpose and intentionality. She doesn't clutter herself with things that don't allow her to be productive. In the interview, I asked Lindsay about several different tools that she uses in her business to help her stay on top of things and have a more productive workday. Let's recap on those tools. The first tool I asked her about was how she manages her contacts. She uses a CRM, or a Contact Relationship Management tool, that manages all her contacts that she works with. It's important to have a tool that allows you to manage your contacts, but you don't have to have something that is too sophisticated. You can use Google Contacts as a starting point to manage your contacts if you are using the G Suite platform. In episode number six, I went over how you need to really manage all your contacts so that you can become more organized with your information. Yes, it takes a little time and work to go through your contacts, but it's important that you have a clean list for referencing them. The next tool I asked her about was what she uses to manage her projects. She uses a free tool called Trello as the tool of choice to help organize her projects. This is where she is able to do a brain dump of all the information she has about the project and then have the ability to organize the information. Once it is organized, she can easily add someone else in the environment for them to work with her on the project. As I mentioned too, 
I use Trello for my podcast episodes. This is such a great tool to allow me to communicate with my content developer on every podcast episode without having to use emails, texting, or even making phone calls. The last tool I asked her about was the tool to manage your passwords. Lindsay enforces all of her clients to use a password manager. It actually is written in her client contracts and also mentioned in an onboarding email her clients receive. Don't put your information at risk when you are sharing your username and passwords with your team or even clients that you work with. My clients tend to just expect me to just keep up with their passwords, which puts both of us at risk to being cyber hacked. In my own business and personal life, I use a password manager called LastPass. As Lindsay mentioned, some of the cool features about the tool, because it's not just a keeper of all your passwords, it does so much more like sharing your usernames and passwords with someone temporarily or permanently. Sharing doesn't have to be showing them the information because you can blindly share your username and password with someone without them even viewing the information. A password manager can generate good, strong passwords for you and then keep them saved for when you need to log into a system. You don't have to use the same password for all systems because it's not safe to have the same password for everything. You don't want to make it easy for someone to get your one password and then get into all your digital information. It also allows you to organize your passwords by grouping them for personal or business or by client, like your social media, marketing, or even finance, so that they are easy to locate within the tool. I recommend this tool to my clients. You can start a free trial to see if it's right fit for you. I'll add a link in the show notes for you to check it out. In fact, I will provide links to all the tools that we discussed in today's episode. If you found today's show really helpful for you, meaning you want to hear more from other business owners and how they are using technology in their own business, I want to hear your thoughts. Leave a comment on the show notes page for this episode. Or if you are a member of the free Tech Made Simple podcast LinkedIn private group, post your comment there. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen so you can get a notification when a new one is available. Until next week, thanks for listening.